Good evening. I'm Marcus Leader, and I would like to invite you on a journey of discovery as I pull back the veil and give you a glimpse of the multiverse through the eyes of a Toltec shaman. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and turn down the lights. You're now listening to The Shaman's Brew. Good evening, and welcome to the 100th episode of The Shaman's Brew. Tonight, I am going to be sharing with you an interview with a very dear friend of mine, Carly Rose Singer, who is one of the top physical mediums in the world today. She is being interviewed by two of my other very dear friends, Scott L. and Doug of Ghostly Talk. Uh, This is a great interview, and I wanted to to share it with you because I'm going to be having Carly on uh, my show in the coming weeks. And we're going to be talking about the work that she's been doing since this interview and some of the very exciting breakthroughs that she has had. So now I present to you Carly Rose Singer being interviewed on Ghostly Talk by Scott L. and Doug. You're listening to Ghostly Talk with your hosts, Doug, Scott L., and Bonnie. In 2006, Carly Rose began receiving numerous complaints about, <laughs> complaints about being up late at night and having loud conversations that would keep others awake in the household. This perplexed her, and being a little annoyed about catching the blame for this, she set out recording herself during bedtime to prove that there were no strange late-night conversations taking place. To her utter shock and amazement, that is when she ended up discovering her unique gift for independent direct voice communication. The website is direct voice communication, all one, all one word, no spaces, directvoicecommunication.com. And we would like to welcome Carly Rose to Ghostly Talk. Welcome, Carly. Thank you. Hi, guys. How are you? It's awesome. We're doing pretty good now. <laughs> oh, yes. This is the good stuff. It's always nice when the guest comes on nice and smooth. There's no issues. <laughs> yeah, we're doing, actually, we're doing great now. And Carly. I didn't trip over it too much. Yeah, you so did a pretty, really the bio, yeah. We did, yeah. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> better. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. We're getting better. <laughs> it's coming together. But Carly, that, that you know, what what we talked about, that that's uh, really, really interesting. So you were keeping people up, at way, up awake at night without even knowing it. I mean that, yeah. that's got to be perplexing, and then uh, and then you discovered something, <laughs> and then you discovered it something was, uh, about yourself. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a shock. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I at a young age had always sort of seen and heard spirits um, physically, you know, in what's known as a physical medium, mm-hmm. but um, having. Uh, you know, being told that I'm up late at night by roommates, you know, having conversations with, with other people and, um, you know, having those conversations on audio equipment, 
uh, was a little bit of a shock to me. You know, um, sort of thinking you're seeing things and hearing things is one thing, and having the proof to back it up is is another. You know, and to be honest, I was a little bit depressed about it. Um, just because, you know, it's uh, it, it was a bit shocking at first. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the fun, I think about this because I've actually tried recording myself at night also, right? Um, just because I thought it might be interesting to do this. And I actually don't ever want to hear myself sleeping ever again, Carly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, it, it was the yeah, most... I, <sighs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I what happened was... Is, um, you know, at the time I was living with three three roommates and, and they were, you know, sort of one day I woke up and one of them was like, you know, it's it's not fair and we have to get up for, for work early in the morning and you're up talking on the phone. They assumed I was sort of talking on the phone. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I just kind of, the first time I kind of just blew it off, like, yeah, right. You know, I just <laughs> thought he was he was dreaming, you know. And then a couple of days later, one of my other roommates said something kind of similar and, um I got a little bit annoyed about catching the blame for it. Yeah. And so I just figured I would just uh, turn on my recorder when I went to, to bed and, uh, you know, and hit record. And when I woke up is, uh, you know, when I caught my voice uh, speaking to spirit voices and them answering me back and me asking them questions and vice versa and them actually talking to each other. Mm. And uh, it wasn't just that; it was the subject matter. It was um, it was interesting to say the least. I think I stayed in bed for three days after that. You know, I was just uh, kind of put the covers over my head and thought, no. <laughs> you know, all you but, all uh, you heard on my recording was just. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you I was gonna say though. You know, at the end of the conversation, you heard me snoring. I didn't know I uh, didn't know I snored either. So. <laughs> You Amber. learned a lot about yourself. My, my girlfriend's <laughs> actually in the studio right now. I snore, don't I, Amber? I, I... Yes. Hi, <laughs> oh. Amber. Hello. <laughs> now, let's, I really want to get this out, though. Independent direct voice communication. I mean, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Right, because right. when you... It is, it is a mouthful. I kind of condense it to IDVC. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, people get a little confused because, you know, and the reason I call it independent direct voice communication is when you say um, voice communication, uh, most people tend to assume that because you're a medium that you're chanting or you're channeling. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not channeling, I'm chanting. Yes, I'm in an altered state of consciousness, mm -hmm. um, but to me, I just think I'm going to bed. Now, this I just want to point out that this doesn't happen necessarily just when I think I'm going to bed either. I mean, you know, growing up, it was kind of like... I mean, the way I describe my life growing up, it's kind of like the movie The, the Sixth Sense, The Little mm. Boy in the Sixth Sense. Yeah. And I was um, kind of used to, you know, seeing spirits, hearing spirits, but kind of, you know, as I was, a, when I was a small child, used to not really take it very seriously, didn't really think much of it because you don't really know what it is that's going on. And then when I grew into a teenager, I became more nervous of it, you know, a little bit frightened of it, and, um, you know, it, it is very different. It's an altered state of consciousness, definitely, but I want to make it clear that I'm not actually sleeping. I mean, yeah, I step into bed, uh, but it's not channeling. I just uh, put myself in a relaxed state, which, you know, of course, is that altered state of consciousness, and, you know, that's when I find myself uh, 
on these recordings speaking to spirits. But mm. in the morning, I mean, when I press play, I'm only really, uh, I only really remember probably about 30 to 50% of the conversation. And if I didn't hit record, um, then, you know, sometimes I would just put it down to a dream. And, you know, looking back at my life, and different things people have said to me, and even my mother mm-hmm. uh, said to me, you know, even when you're a small child, I used to wake wake up going, because I hear you talking, and you'd be up and awake. But I don't remember being up and awake. Mm-hmm. And so I think this has been going on for many, many years, and it just, it was kind of a fluke that I just, uh, you know, caught myself actually doing it. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, and I, well, go ahead, Doug. Do the, do the spirits that you, come, like, do you, do you remember them, or do you get repeat yeah. ones? And like I said, sometimes I, I remember about average, about 30%. Um, it depends on the spirit. I think it depends on me. I think it depends on how tired I am. Um, <laughs> you know, I, even, I have some recordings where I'm like, go away, come back tomorrow, I'm too tired. You know, it, it depends a lot on them. Um, you know, how you get, it's like all personalities, some are stronger than others. A real strong personality that refused to kind of leave me alone and bug uh-huh. me until I have a conversation with them, then I'll remember it more. But if I kind of, you know, if it was something short like, hi, Carly, wake up, and me saying, no, go away, uh-huh. um, I, I may not remember it if I'm recording because to me it might just uh, seem like a dream. Well, and that's interesting because yeah, it, it yeah. is like going, you know, like because if you go to any average, um, if you go out to dinner, let's say, with some friends, and and then yeah. some somebody might say, oh, did you see that person sitting at the bar? Either what a mess or what a classy lady or, you know, whatever. Someone will remember, you know, some people in the room and, and other people will remember other people in the room, whoever strikes them exactly. as, as, as interesting or different. So it's kind of the same thing that... The, the spirits come to you and, and, and you talk with them and some of them you're just, some are going to be exactly. interesting. Exactly, and it, it does. It seems to depend on also the subject matter. You know, I mean, I don't really want to get dark and gloomy about things, but, you know, it's not always roses and peaches. And when things, you know, when, I, when listening back onto a recorder, it seems to me that when things are frightening me, which I'm human, you know, and I get nervous at times. Mm-hmm. Um, when things are, you know, not that in the norm, let's say, I tend to not remember those the most. Mm-hmm. I tend to remember the most normal conversations with the less frightening type of situation. Well, yeah. Which is good. Which is, yeah, that is good. <laughs> Which is great. I'm just thinking about, you know, this particular situation that, you know, well, what you're doing. I know, and I, I hate to put Amber on the spot again, but... Um, We've had these conversations. This is just me. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm talking to anybody. I could just be having some tripped out dream like I usually am. But haven't you said, Amber? Like, you know, there's been times where you've like, well, we will wake up and she'll be like, um, dude, you said some really weird stuff last night. What's wrong with you? And I, you know, you've said we've had these things. Where, well, is it, how about a situation? Can you remember one? I can't remember directly what you've said, but you, you'll start talking, and you always seem to start out with, like, a laugh. You're like, <laughs> so then I'll, like, sit yeah. up, because I know I'm, I'm ready for a show. I'm going to hear what you're going to have to say. <laughs> and then you'll spout some kind of incoherent nonsense and then just fall asleep. It's usually only, like, it's rare, but it's maybe, like, every two weeks you say something, and then you just go back to sleep. Okay. All right. Well, I'm so saying, you know, that, that's so that's interesting because talking in your sleep is obviously it happens to people who aren't talking to spirits. Like yeah, that could be part of your dream, right? Very well, could be. Right. Right. And like, again, I want to say I'm not asking. 
actually sleeping. I mean, to me, right. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to bed now and I'm turning off my light and the TV, but it's not actually a sleep state. Oh, I mean, I'm okay. up, I'm, wake, I'm walking around. Um, I live by myself now, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't um, believe you. you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm walking around. My eyes are open. I look like I'm awake. And I even have on recordings where roommates have come in and they've, you know, said to me, all right, I'm going to the bank or I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? And I'm like, no, da-da-da, meet so-and-so. And I'm, like, trying to introduce them. Uh -huh. um, I mean, it sounds bizarre, um, <laughs> but anyone that hears the recordings that knows about um, what spirit voices sound like, well, understand that they're spirit voices. You know, it's not me channeling. It's not me, um, you know, putting on a male's voice or different female's voice. Um, they're spirit voices. And if you have researched and you know about EVPs, which is a completely different thing, yeah. but um, in reference to this, the voices are very much the same. They're either very robotic. Um, and mechanical or, or much more ambient in tone. And then there's the same one. kind of voices. Well, yeah. Well, I want to hear one that, because you put some on your website. Your website is directvoicecommunication.com. Right. She's and that's got a whole bunch of samples up Where direct voice communication well, is that's, I want to make this very clear, though. This isn't a sleep state you're in, though. See, what I, the, no, the example I was referring to, I was out like a light. She's <laughs> an altered state of consciousness. So she's just very, very right. deeply relaxed, but she's ah. still able to right. move around and have her eyes open I'm and whatever. I'm around. Just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But just well, very, very relaxed. Okay. And that's an altered state of consciousness. Yeah. On your website, uh, directvoicecommunication.com, there is what you refer to as a IDVC gallery. And uh, yeah. we're on there right now as we speak, and the listeners out there, you can go check this out with us if you want. Um, uh, we're, yeah, I want to check out some of these clips. And I, you know what? I, I've, I've listened to them one time myself. I've already listened to them, so whatever. <laughs> okay, usually we're like, oh, we've never listened to these before, ever. Right. <laughs> right? But no, I mean, I've listened to these one time myself when I was checking things out. Uh, but we have them here. So um, basically what we'll do, and you're going to be able to hear these too, Carly, we'll just go down the list. Right. I mean, we'll start with number one. And uh, how about we do this? We'll play it. We're not going to say a word about it. We're just going to play it. And then uh, we can talk a little bit about it afterwards. Is that cool with you? Sure. All right. Let's yeah. Let, let's uh, try this first one here. Uh, here we go. I'm going to play it one more. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you we're, we're, started playing it really quick. I want to play it one more time, so I was just give it, I want to get sure. it a little bit louder. Here yeah. we go. All right, I'm That's really interesting because you know what? Yeah. I mean, I heard it, and it does sound like an EVP. It sounds like a whispering kind of EVP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so, but but in your altered state of consciousness, you hear yeah. this with your ears. Oh, I'm seeing them too. I'm seeing them as well. And you see them. So I mean, in that particular IDVC, I you know it was kind of funny to me because I woke up in the morning and I you know I hit play on my recorder and I also had my my camera next to me and I guess I just tells you what kind of personality I have. I'm always looking out for everything. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> the whole time I'm like, let me take your pick. Let me take your pick. And, um, and I said to him, I'm like, let, you know, I'm like, come on, let's take pics. And that, that was just, all the clips in the gallery are just short, hour-long conversations. I mean, some of them are like three, four hour long. Uh -huh. um, but that particular clip, you know, I was trying to take 
pictures of him on my camera um, because I'm all about scientifically proven, you know. And, um, you know, it's funny because straight after I say, all right, you know, uh, let me take your pick. And then he said, come on, boys, let's take some pics. And he was with uh, two other male entities. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's you know he so he said come on boys let me take your pick and but they were messing up they were being very kind of childish and boyish uh-huh. um, and and I was you know got a little bit annoyed with them <laughs> and said you know all right let's take some pics and in the morning you know I I it's I didn't really have anything on my camera like physically that you could see but what's interesting is is straight after that clip he turns around and he says I like my shadow. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, he says, I like my shadow. I mean, they do kind of have a personality. They do have a sense of humor. And, you know, part of the reason for me talking about, you know, what's going on with me and IDVC uh, is to kind of, you know, let people know that, you know, just because you die doesn't mean that you lose the kind of personality that you have here on Earth. I mean, you is your soul, you remain the same as far as personalities. So mm. if you're nice, you're nice. If you're not, you're not. Yeah, we've heard, you know, we've heard that before. From, people have said that yeah, before. You, know, that you retain that part of personality. True. Okay, well, it's absolutely true. Let's move and on. So, to, you know, oh, when he sorry. says, I like my shadow, I, I found that pretty humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because it means he liked... <laughs> You know, right. maybe he saw something in a picture <laughs> that he really liked. He's yeah. like, oh, I like the shadow there. All right, well, let's move on. You know, yeah, maybe. Or maybe he was being sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, sarcastic. I, I, yeah. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. But I do know this. They are exactly, you know, you meet people every day. We all have different personalities. They're exactly the same. You know, when you die, you don't become some angelic being that, you know, is all about in peace. I mean, you know, you're the same person. You know. Okay, let's move on to another one here. Let's do number three on the list here. Um, okay. I'm gonna play this guy. Here we go. We'll just we'll just play it. And we'll talk about it afterwards. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. oh I, did, I did it again. Sorry. I'll play it again. Let's try. Let's let's play it one more time. Number three again. I like this one because it seems to be a spirit who <laughs> just, what, just what we were talking <laughs> about. They've yeah. got a yeah. personality because this one. Exactly. And, you know, it, it's this guy, again, I, I had woken up with my camera next to me. <laughs> and I sleep with my camera and my recorder next to me. And, uh-huh. um, um, you know, I'm trying to take pictures of the guy. And she's telling me, you know, Carly, he's not the prettiest. I'm not actually sure. If she's telling me he's not the prettiest because she's jealous and she wants me to take pictures of her, or because he's really not the prettiest, I'm not. I'm not 100% <laughs> but she definitely you has know. a personality, and it's kind of catty yeah. and fun, and yeah. and and it comes through in her voice and what she says. It's amazing. I I yeah. found that to be amazing. I want to play that one more time. Let's do it one more time just for fun. Here oh. we go. Okay. What I find interesting also, and we've talked about this, and I think it may have been mentioned already too, is that the the rever- there's a reverberation on the voice too, right? I mean, this one, like it is it, in the room, like it is in the room, like you can hear the echo yeah. in the room along with so that. So it's not like it's. Oh, I'm, I'm looking. I remember her actually. Her name is Charmaine. I remember her. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. She was, I mean, she was kind of hiding behind. She was a little bit nervous to actually talk to me because there was a male entity that was um, in the room while her and I were having a conversation that she seemed to be a little bit nervous of for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, she has a fantastic personality. I'd, I'd love to hear more from her. <laughs> um, you have long ones, too. Like yeah, there's a longer uh, one here. I yeah. like this long one. Number The next one is number, number four. four. Yeah. And that actually goes it's on. It's a bit more dialogue. It's got yeah. more spirits in it, too. So I want to hear about, um, you were having a party in your room. <laughs> 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 I really was. Sometimes I wake up, I'm like, oh, my God, there's like 10 people in my room. Pajamas. <laughs> 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 Someone I used passed? to sleep naked before all this. So. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what you're getting for Christmas. You're getting house coats and uh, all that kind of stuff now. Cause, uh, Listen, I have a recording where she says, oh, I think you're naked. So, I'm like, really? <laughs> so, yeah, let's go to number four because this is interesting because it's right. multiple spirits. Okay, here we go. It's number four. Yeah, and those are like the last. Okay, well, let's play one more time. Let's just do it one more time. Yeah. It sounds like that last voice is a male voice. So, well, so it, yeah, I'm they were well, obviously the first voice was me saying, "Don't, don't please show yeah. it to me." And then you know you hear a guy say, "I'm not shy," and blah blah blah. And then another male voice. There's yeah, two male voices. I'm not shy. My, yeah. my own voice. It's amazing. And I again was trying to, you know, coax one of them out to speak to me. And the other one's like, "Hey, forget about him. You know, talk to me. I'm not shy." <laughs> you know. Again, like regular people, you know, you got your shy people and you got your people that just want to kind of kick back and, and watch what's going on. And mm -hmm. it really is the same, the same kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Well, let's try number five while we're at it. We're on a roll here. Let's check out uh, number five on the list. Um, let's just play it. See, go ahead. Do it one more time and, right. then, and then I want to comment on that. What's interesting about that is that's uh, yeah. it, it, in the list, Carly, is the spirit asked you a question. Yeah. Carly, can you help us? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or Carly, would you help us? That is, uh, that yeah. really is two-way communication. I mean, that's not, you know, is, no. yeah. some EVP, yeah. one of the theories about EVP, which I know is a completely different thing, mm -hmm. but it's that, well, it could be, you know, some wandering wavelengths or something being recorded, yeah. you know. But no, this yeah. was somebody addressing you by name, and it's yeah. it's it's very clear. Carly, would you help us? And and uh, I'm flabbergasted. What was that, Carly? Yeah, I mean that's the funny thing. Most of them, you know, and like I said, this doesn't just happen when I go to bed. This is when I record because in the daytime, to be in that sort of state of consciousness. I mean, I'm busy. I'm I have a day job. I'm going to work. I live in New York City. I'm on the subway. You know, I, I'm not really tuning in or kind of going into that altered state and if I do see something physically and hear it physically I mean it's it's it's, it's very very rare and you know I would say maybe like once every six months and and I'm grateful <laughs> trust me but um um 
you know, most of the time, um, it, it seems to me that they are addressing me by name, which I, I find very interesting. Um, not only are they addressing me by name, but, you know, I mean, you want to get into what types of spirits I'm dealing with. Um, most of the time they're asking me for help. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if I should even talk about this, but, you know, you're dealing with different types of spirits on different types of dimensions. Mm-hmm. And the types of spirits that I'm dealing with seem to be the um, lost and confused type. Well, you know, and I'm not sure what that really says about me. No. I mean, I, I might. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> you you're know, someone who they look up to or, or look to for help and, and can talk to. Yeah. You know, the half hour you know, is over. I, I'm so depressed because I this mean, is you know what I think it is? People say, well, why do they come to you for help? You know, why you? Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think it's that I'm kind of, you know, say, oh, you have such a gift. I don't even look at it as a gift. I just think my eyes and ears kind of work differently and the reason I say that is because you know I'm an animal lover and um, you know most of the time when I encounter these things physically um, that I remember my pet um, my dog or cat at the time is is reacting to the same thing that I'm reacting at mm-hmm. wow. and so I just think that I'm able to hear and see things a little bit differently and I think that they just kind of, you know, it's like my energy is somehow, um, it's somehow showing up to them that I, you know, maybe a little bit clearer or brighter that they are, uh, you know, that they are somehow attracted to me. Yeah. And, you know, once they talk to me and they realize that I'm hearing them and I'm answering them back, it's like, you know, if, if you were, if you were dead, you know, and I, I don't even like saying dead because they're not dead, but if you're a spirit... Mm-hmm. And you had something to say or you were just wanted a chat, you know, or a conversation. Um, who are you going to talk to? Are you going to talk to the person that you know that can't hear you or see you? Or are you going to talk to the person that can? You're going to talk to the person that can. And yeah, I if you've got something. Don't blame I, them. I agree. We're out of time. We're out of but, time. Uh, Darn it. Yes, but your website, Carly, is directvoicecommunication.com, and people can go there and listen to those clips plus some others yeah, and read all about get all your, them. Yeah, for sure. your stuff. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Carly, stuff. thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, 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 hang on the line. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. No, it's, it's a pleasure. It's all ours. Stay on the line, though. Don't leave us just yet, okay? Hang, hang tight for one second. I'm not going to leave. All right. Cool, because we're going to be back uh, right after this. This is all independent music that we play on Ghostly Talk. Yep. Um, And we're going to be right back with Karen Tate. We'll talk about the sacred feminine. Yeah, we're going to get in touch with our feminine side here. Or we're going to try to. Good luck. Well, Amber's going to try to. Amber's going to help us. All right, we'll be back after this. For more info, visit ghostlytalk.com. Join us here at Supernatural Existence and learn about the many mysteries of the universe. 
Feel free to subscribe via any of your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, or check us out on the Supernatural Existence website at www.globi.com. The mysteries are waiting to be understood. I really want to see something supernatural with my own eyes, not hear it or think I heard it or anything like that, actually see it with my own eyes, capture it on camera, hear something weird or something like that. When you flashed, I saw what looked like a figure standing in the corner. Okay, this is Dream Team. We're ready for EVP sweep. That is weird. These cameras don't do this. Water supposedly will come off and on in various rooms. And so our EMF meter started to go haywire. You're listening to the number one source for paranormal evidence brought to you firsthand by real investigators in the field. No hoaxes, no disinformation. You're listening to The Ghost Project. I found myself face to face with someone or something that was attempting to play with my psyche as well as my physical being. How sure are you of that? I'm 100% sure of that.
Wolfman Mag from Wolfman Mag's Nightmare Cinema. We're hanging out at the Haunted Winery here in Warren, Michigan with the good folks from Ghostly Talk. Ooh, this place is creepy, man, but nowhere near as creepy as Wolfman Max Nightmare Cinema. It's a haunted drive-in, babies. And you know what we do there? We host classic B-horror and sci-fi movies, just like the ones you grew up with when you was a kid. And it's at Wolfman Max Nightmare Cinema right now, hosting on public access TV all over Metro Detroit. But guess what, kiddies? It's coming to you, and all you got to do is have a computer. Just go to Wolfman Max Nightmare Cinema. It's NightmareCinema.com. We'll be broadcasting the show real soon, right from the website. Stay tuned. It's Wolfman Max Nightmare Cinema. Bye. You're listening to Ghostly Talk. We're going to get in touch with our sensitive side now. Yay. Or I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, I don't know, maybe, that, maybe we'll I'm We'll find wrong. out. We'll see. <laughs> because Karen Tate is an independent, uh, an independent scholar of the sacred feminine for two decades. She's a published author with articles in international and domestic magazines. Her current book, Sacred Places of Goddess, 108 Destinations, is in local bookstores, and her upcoming book, Walking an Ancient Path, is due out in summer of 2008. Sounds like it may already be out. This is an old bio, isn't it? Let's just continue on. Yeah. She has led and organized... 50 lashings for me, I see. <laughs> she has led and organized tours uh, to sacred places of uh, goddess on itineraries that circle the globe. She is the co-founder of Sacred Sundays, an interfaith spiritual service rooted in the sacred feminine, com- complemented by the divine masculine, as well as the Isis Ancient Cultures Society, an educational nonprofit organization that employs partnership ideals and raises awareness of the divine feminine within mainstream society through educational, art, and cultural events. The website is www.karentate.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-T-A-T-E.com. And we would like to welcome Karen Tate to Ghostly Talk. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Sorry about the bio. <laughs> well, you know, that's probably my fault. I'll take the 50 lashes. <laughs> but, but, yeah, the book has been out since June, so it's it's out there if anybody's interested in bookstores or on Amazon or direct from me if they want it signed, whatever. Yeah, fantastic. That's awesome. So, there, so there's the two books available, Sacred Places uh, Sacred Places of, the, of Goddess, that's 108 Destinations, mm-hmm. and Walking an Ancient Path. So both of them are, are out, out and about. Stores, out so. about. Check them out for sure. Um, tell us a little bit about. Uh, well, as far as your beliefs are concerned, I guess it'll it'll tie into the sacred feminine. So we'll learn about that too. But tell us a little bit about your beliefs, if if you if you don't mind. Uh, Karen. Um, no, sure. Uh, because you know nobody's more surprised than me. Um, you know how I've really sort of shifted and changed over the last uh, twenty years. Because, uh, you see, I grew up in New Orleans, you know, Mardi Gras town, uh, but that's the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up a Catholic, and, uh, you know, you really just didn't hear about goddess in the Bible Belt. Um, you know, I wasn't uh, rubbing shoulders with pagans or Wiccans or anybody back then. Um, I'm sure they were there, but they must have really been underground. Yeah. And e- even when you uh, took college classes, you know, they didn't really talk about goddess in, uh, in much, except, uh, you know, it, it, like in classical Greek myth. It certainly wasn't a viable spirituality for uh, contemporary times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so then I moved to California and uh, had my uh, horizons uh, broadened. And um, uh, you know how it is. I, I mean, you know, you stumble onto things, and uh, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it was sort of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I took this really fluff piece, you know, fluff class uh, that was related to goddess, and it just opened up the floodgates, and uh, it, it changed my life. I started, uh, I was fortunate that at the time, travel was still cheap, and I was a part-time travel agent, so I was able to go a lot of places uh, around the world, uh, and it didn't cost me a lot of money. Uh-huh. I mean, imagine imagine round trip to Paris for $250. Oh, you know? God, sign me up. <laughs> um, so, you know, so I was able to go to a lot of these, um, you know, archaeological sites and museums that you know, we just aren't exposed to here in the United States because we're isolated by these two huge oceans. And uh, so it really sort of validated the spirituality for me. It made me see that this was a reality, that goddess was worshipped 30 to 40,000 years ago before a male god was worshipped. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, um, I mean, I mean it, it makes you look at the world in a totally different way. And when you start to understand why she disappeared, then you really start to look at the world in a different sort of way mm-hmm. and it even even ties into all the economic meltdown that's going on uh, in the world because you know I guess when I talk about goddess I'm not just talking about her as like a deity that lives in the heavens mm-hmm. I'm also talking about her as an archetype that's sort of a um, a mentor, if you will, a will to you know that that sort of helps us be the best that we can be, whatever chosen path we're on, and a social and political and cultural ideal, sort of setting values and benchmarks for living. So mm. you know, if, if you're an atheist, you know you can get into the ideals of the sacred feminine because it's about the needs of the many, not the few. Okay, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that you know the the social and political aspects of it because we were having this conversation. I was over my folks house last night amber you remember this it's kind of where we decided it was time to leave <laughs> because <laughs> because we got into that where you know we were talking about you know you know we were talking about uh, hillary clinton and stuff like that and the whole election that's coming up and whatnot and we were talking getting into you know well what if you know we had a woman president and or you know those every asks these questions sure everybody's talking i mean it's on everybody's mind and tongue right now right yeah. now like never before well, I told my, I mentioned to my dad, I'm like, well, I think, I personally think that if we've had a couple of female presidents over the last century, things would be a lot different now, as far well, as now, the you, outcome. You, you might be right, but let me uh, maybe clarify that yeah, a little bit to please. say it would, it would have to be the right woman. Okay. okay, gender, gender, and genitalia doesn't a good you know that that isn't the uh, the criteria. Okay, um, you know because I'm one of these believers that Sarah Palin would not advance women at all, and uh, we would not be better off with her in the White House just because she's a woman. Well, if I may, I mean, and I'm just asking, I'm just curious, why do you think that? 
Well, because she's not qualified. You know, I really don't think she is. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, uh, well, there's a lot of different reasons. Besides the fact that she's not qualified, she doesn't really uphold the ideals of the sacred feminine. Mm -hmm. I mean, sacred feminine um, or goddess, it's about, uh, you know, not raping the earth, not... um, exploiting people or exploiting the creatures you see she's just been found uh you know to have abused her power she's you know she supports this idea of shooting you know wolves from helicopters she's involved with this fundamentalist uh, evangelical church that uh you know that has this you know this witch doctor guy who has prayed over her you know this the line between church and state i think could severely get blurred with her at the helm okay. we would lose Ro, you know roe v wade so that would disempower women mm-hmm. and um and, and going back to her church her church believes that they are at war with the queen of heaven well the queen of heaven since babylonian times has been the goddess Mm-hmm. So you know, in every you know uh, every woman that I know uh, that that I admire, whether that be you know Starhawk, Rianne Eisler, Eve Ensler of the Vagina Monologues National Organization for Women, they're all coming out against her mm-hmm. uh, because she you know any woman is not the answer. It's got to be a woman who is you know aware of a lot of these things that you know I'm afraid this woman you know she's just not very bright. I think that's well, a lot of good reasons. I've seen <laughs> I've seen the SNL skits. Oh. You know what's really interesting about those is yeah. they compare the skit, you know what sh- what uh, Tina Fey says in the skits with what was actually said by Sarah Palin, and wow, they don't take very many liberties, and yet, you know that you put it in in on SNL and it's like freaking hilarious because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Well, 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 I mean, why do you think they're hiding her from the press? The woman right. can give a speech and she's spunky and she's sassy and she's attractive, uh, but you know what? She cannot, you know, she cannot put an argument together. She thinks she's an ex. I mean, the very fact that she thinks she's an expert on foreign affairs because she can see Russia from Alaska scares the heck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to, like, actually go and be diplomatic and and maybe know some history maybe be a political science major for instance you know look i'm all for supporting women don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i am right there i think it's really important that women support women but we can't wear blinders either and i think you know with her you know she she's great looking uh but you know she's she's got problems i mean look her husband is part of an organization that wanted to secede from the union you know Mm -hmm. uh i I mean i look i could go on and on, but I don't know if you want to talk about that. No, I mean, that's... <laughs> no. No, I, I, but, but I'm getting your good, point, though. But it is a good point. It's a good example that, yeah, okay, so... That not but, every... Well, not every woman, not every man is... Is, uh, is set for the job. See, I, and I yeah. did make a pretty... Uh, like I said, this whole thing started with me mentioning this conversation I had with my folks last night. Right. And I did say that, like an open-ended argument. I said, hey, I think personally, but you do, you, you, you're digging into the meat of it, though, which make, I'm glad to hear this. But Karen. there have been women over time who could have, you know, in the past yeah. hundred years, who oh, could have sure, probably. Without a doubt. Look, without a doubt, we are behind in the times. Yes. Do you realize that Turkey, the country of Turkey, okay, women could vote? 
in, in Turkey before women here in the United States could. And if you ever, if you, I don't know if you saw the documentary Iron Jawed Angels, but women here in this country actually were thrown into institutions because they were fighting too hard for the right to vote. Yes. I mean, that, you know, this country is, can be scandalous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it really can. I mean, I don't think men are aware of it quite so much. I mean, but women, you know, especially if you've taken feminist studies or anything like that, you start – and this happened to me, okay? So I, I, I'm a perfect example of a woman who spent the first 30 years of her life totally unaware of any of this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I come out here to California, and I am exposed to new ideas, new truths, and it just shook my world. And some people are afraid to have their world shaken up, so they mm. keep wearing blinders the rest of their life. But, you know, I'm not like that. I feel like let's, you know, shed the light on it so that we can talk about it, so that we can all understand it, because then maybe we can all move forward together, you know, in, in um, some sort of uplifted awareness. Mm-hmm. Well, and why, well is, why is California special then? Because, like, I, I mean, I you're right. I can't see that down in... I could see it actually, uh, you know, more enlightenment, I think, would happen more likely in New Orleans rather than the rest of Louisiana or, you know, Mississippi. But I, I would see that, um, uh, or even Texas, wow, mm, big conservative state. But, yeah. I, but I mean, um, what about, why is, why would it take, like, going to, to California or some place like, you know, I mean, I'm sure if you had gone to Sedona, you'd have learned similar things, but... Sedona, Arizona, but yeah. what 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 is it place wise that that keeps people in in such a mindset not wanting to learn? The the church dominating thought rather than education dominating thought. It's the lack of critical thinking. I mean, I hate to say it, but the you know the educational system in Louisiana is bad. You know, uh, and and actually, I think that um, because it's a conservative state, because there's so much influence of the church, that um, you know, some you know, for instance, tenured professors might not be able to teach this stuff and keep their you know, or if they're not tenured, I mean, and keep their job. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think that you know, there's pressures in some of these states um, to keep the lid on things, or maybe the more liberal, open-minded, and and uh, you know, thinking maybe they don't even get hired. Well, I know, and there I, we, there's been situations here, just in, even in Michigan, I've read in the paper of of teachers who had a more open mind about things, and who and they may have discussed these things in their class, and then you know the kids come home and mention it to their parents, right? Mm-hmm. The parents uh-huh. fly oh, off the lid, and next thing you know, yeah, yeah, they're over there protesting the school, protesting to have this teacher fired. This has happened a couple times in the last ten years. I, I can that I can think of at the top of my head, the last ten years here in Michigan, uh, that the parents revolted, and the school system. What are they supposed to do then? <laughs> Well, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look at the big push now because the religious right has gotten so much power and because they're so loud and noisy, you know, that they want to teach creationism in schools as if it's just as a valid point as evolution is. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a blurring of church and state that should never happen. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to teach your kids creationism, teach them in Sunday school or something, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. I mean, and here we go back to Sarah Palin. She's one of these people, like a lot of people I grew up with in New Orleans that think man and dinosaur walked the earth at the same time. And when they asked her why, she said because she saw man's footprints uh, inside the footprint of a dinosaur. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you 
know? I mean, please. I mean, <laughs> I was watching Bill Moore last night on, um, you know, and, and he oh, said, yeah. this, this woman is, you know, she doesn't even know that she doesn't have the gene in her body to be embarrassed about herself, <laughs> you know, because she says stuff that she, I mean, she doesn't even have a clue how ridiculous she sounds and how it's, it's exposing her lack of awareness and education. Well, so, I mean, I, look, I want somebody in the White House who is a million times smarter than me. You know, I don't know when it got to be a bad thing to be smart, you know, but, but you know, smart is equated with liberal, and we know liberal and elite, you know, has become this elite term. I want, you know, with the, with the fix this country's in right now on so many different fronts, I want a genius in the White House. I well, don't want yeah. somebody like her. <laughs> well, I mean, it's simply, simply putting it, it's a skill set like anything else is and you know and I you know I don't want to turn this into a, you know a money argument but for the amount of money these people do get paid to do these jobs I mean yeah according to that skill set they should be geniuses they should be absolutely brilliant to do the job they do yeah they should yes they should be the most qualified but instead you know what do we get you know and and it scares me to death that you know the people out there um, who aren't really paying attention to the issues, that believe all the commercials on television, that, you know, like the McCain, I mean, the McCain campaign has been running, uh, I mean, for weeks and months, all they've been doing is um, lying to the people, you know, putting out all these commercials, of, you know, that, that distort the truth. They are counting on people's racism and fear to get him in the White House. What does that say? Is that putting the country first? I don't think so. <laughs> No, it's all about agendas. But yeah, completely. You know, so evidently, I have to say um, that whatever little town in Alaska she's from, uh, Palin, Sarah Palin's from, that that's obviously not a place of power or a sacred place of the goddess, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can tell you, it's it's ranked as one of the highest. Uh, it's it's ranked as as having some of the highest statistics in incest and domestic violence. So what does that tell you? How they treat their women? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take hits for that, I know. Oh, gosh. No, yes. well, that's okay, though. That's all right. Well, okay. So, I mean, but that we, well, go ahead, Doug. Well, I, I was trying to get into the, the, the fact that there are, because one of the things that you do is organize tours, right? Yeah. 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 And In fact, we're leaving Tuesday for Turkey. Oh wow! Well, there you go. You'll be in a progressive country. <laughs> Maybe you can ask. <laughs> well, no. Well, it was more progressive. Uh, my first trip about seven or eight years ago. The funda- fundamentalists are gaining power there uh, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there there. I I really do believe that there are places, that, and I think we're going to end up having to go to break, right? A couple. I, well, we got a couple minutes. We're we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> okay, because I decided, you know like guide the topic a little bit into something that I'm desperately interested in. Like and a professional would. Well, that's what I do. And and <laughs> uh, and then what happens is we're going to butt up against time. But the, I, I do believe in places of power. I, I really yeah. think that Sedona, Arizona is a place that had you happen across that even before, you know, uh, uh, you know, the 30 in the 30 years that you were, you know, in the Bible Belt, have you even gone on a vacation or something to, to Sedona? You'd have been like, whoa. This is well, really well, yeah, you stuff, definitely you, you know. definitely can feel the energy. It's it's without a doubt. Of course, yeah, I definitely agree. So I mean, that's like a place that's just like you know, I mean, it just really helps wake wake someone up. The the uh, 
Um, th there's other places too in in the United States, and then of course there's there's evidently Turkey, and of course around the the, oh, the, the obvious ones, the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. So so we've got and Stonehenge, which evidently they cremated people there now. I I don't know. They keep every week they change their mind as to what Stonehenge was for. <laughs> it's really literally hitting the news every every week or every other week. Stonehenge. Well, maybe it was a place that they did all sorts of things in. It was a uh, you know it, there was multitasking going on there. Maybe right. it was, maybe it was a park. You do all kinds of stuff at a park. There might have been. There were just some I rocks mean, there. Just a little different. They stood them up and then instead of a swing of a set, they have became, rocks. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But I'm, but you can feel there. You know, I mean, you, from what I understand from people who've been to these places, you can definitely you can feel it. So, uh, so I was gonna try and. Um, ask about these tours and things, and, and like Turkey, oh wow, that, that's got to be amazing. And of course, we're probably up against time. We have what, two minutes? Yeah, we got break. two minutes. Great. Two minutes before the break. Tell me about Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of these power places in Turkey that stood out for me on our last trip, because we're going to some new places this time around, but was a place called Aphrodisias. And it was, uh, and it's named that because it's named after the goddess Aphrodite. Uh -huh. Now, Aphrodite is a little bit different in Turkey, the flavor of her. Um, you know, when you compare her to the Turkish Aphrodite versus the Greek Aphrodite, because mm -hmm. the Greeks sort of diminished the goddess. So you just look at her as like the Botticelli Aphrodite. All she is is a goddess of love and beauty. But she's so much more. She was so much more in the beginning till the Greeks got hold of her because they were very misogynist. Mm -hmm. But in Aphrodisias, it's an incredible place where you can feel the power. I stood in front of her temple with the two mother mountains on either side of me with snow caps. And before me was this field of red poppies, uh, this stream running along alongside the temple and I you know in all these years later you know I still the hair still stands up on 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 my arms and the back of my neck thinking about it because of how I felt just you know standing there in this this powerfully uh, energetic place and uh, you know some places just have this you know this potency and other places not so much well when we come back because we do have to go to break um well, let's try to get into that. I'd like to talk about some other places you guys, you, well, you and and your and other people that you travel with have been to, and how sure. the people and how the people you travel with have learned from this. Because I want to, I want to yeah, know like, yeah. the things that they're learning and okay. what they're, yeah, okay. what's going on. So, but meanwhile, though, we're gonna go. What this is is this Bonnie event? This is Bonnie event. Yeah, this is gonna be uh, giving us a paranormal news on the break. Mm -hmm. And uh, meanwhile, everybody, rush over to your browsers and type in www.karentate. K-A-R-E-N-T-A-T-E. Dot com. That's who we're talking to, and that's who we'll be back with after the paranormal news. And we are just about out of time, so I'm going to end the show now. And if if you want to hear any more of Ghostly Talks' uh, older shows or archives, uh, you can go to www.ghostlytalk.com, or you can get them uh, some of the archive shows on iTunes as well. This is Marcus Leader, and you have been listening to The Shaman's Brew. <laughs> 